the Lord and clap of him. God is good all the time. Wow. We thank God for today. Amen. It is a good thing you are here today. Amen. Because today I have a word to tell you. Amen. And trust me, that word is from the Lord. Amen. And I also have a key to give you. Amen. And trust me, that key is also from the Lord. Amen. Every word I say is from the Lord. Amen. Amen. But what I mean that is from the Lord is a rhema word for you. A rhema word is what I was told, what I heard, what I was shown, what was put in my mouth to give to you. Amen. Amen. So I will disclose that at the end of our sermon. Amen. Someone give the Lord another clap offering. Give the Lord another clap offering. God is good all the time. Wow. The Lord will bless someone today too. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. John chapter, chapter 1, verse 29. Prophet John says something there. Amen. Think of it. Think, to think of it. It takes only a man full of the Holy Spirit to say such a thing. Amen. John 1, 29. Bible said John was there baptizing people. And he saw Jesus Christ coming. The first time he saw the man, and he, he opened his mouth, and this is what he said. He said, the lamb of the world. Think of it. The first time you see someone, I see you and say, you are the lamb of the world. In other words, he said, you are an animal of the world. world. Please, do you understand? And that was such a huge statement. Maybe we take it for granted. Amen. For a man of God to tell and say in public that one is a lamb, a sheep, it took certain revelation. He saw something. If you've opened it, read it for me, please. John 1, 29. Hallelujah. Amen. John 1, 29 mm -hmm. states, The next day, John sees Jesus mm -hmm. coming unto him. Mm -hmm. And he said, Behold the Lamb of God, which take away the sin of the world. Amen. Amen. So when John saw Jesus come, he said, Behold the Lamb of what? God. In other words, he called Jesus what? The Lamb of God. For him to call Jesus the Lamb of God, it was based on something he saw and he heard. I believe it. Because you can never see a man and just call him an animal. A lamb is a lamb. Or let me use the word sheep. An animal. And I believe he saw or he heard what Paul also saw or heard in Revelation chapter 5 verse 8. Uh, 5 verse 6. Let's read it. Amen. In Revelation chapter 5 verse 6, say he, when he saw Jesus, he saw him as a lamb. Jesus appeared in heaven as a lamb. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So meaning Jesus what is what? A lamb. Amen. Even though he was walking in the physical, he was also a lamb of God. And today I'm talking about Jesus Christ as the Passover lamb. Amen. Read it for me, the Revelation, please, chapter 5, verse 6. Amen. Revelation 5, verse 6. Mm -hmm. And I beheld, mm -hmm. and lo, mm -hmm. in the midst of the throne, mm -hmm. and of the four beasts, mm -hmm. and in the midst of the elders, mm -hmm. stood the lamb as it has been slain. Slain. Mm -hmm. Having seen horns and seven eyes, mm -hmm. which are the seven spirits of God, sent forth into all the earth. Amen. Amen. So, when you read from the beginning, and you continue to read, the lamb with the eyes was what? Jesus. Wow. Someone say wow. wow. Say I want the seven spirit of the Lord. To rest upon me. Father, let the seven spirit of the Holy Spirit rest on me. Let the spirit of the Lord rest on me. 
Let the spirit of wisdom rest on me. Let the spirit of knowledge rest upon me. Let the spirit of counsel rest upon me. Let the spirit of understanding rest upon me. Let the spirit of power and might rest upon me. Let the spirit of the fear of the Lord rest upon me in Jesus Christ's name. The scripture said these seven things I just mentioned. These are the seven spirit, amen. Or this is the is the same spirit, but he manifests in sevenfold, amen. But that is not our issue today. This just came from the Holy Spirit, amen. Today I'm talking as Jesus Christ as the Lamb of God. So John saw Jesus whilst he was on earth and said, That is the Lamb of God. Amen. And he also saw, we also saw him in Revelation in heaven. And say he saw him as a lamb slain. He had a blood, blood on him. Wow. And First Corinthians, let's read it, chapter 5, verse 7. Went on further than what John said and what Prophet John said. Amen. He went on further to explain that Jesus was not just a lamb of God. Amen. But Jesus was is the Passover lamb. Amen. So not an ordinary lamb, but a specific what? Lamb called the Passover what? Lamb. Read it for me. First Corinthians. 5 verse 7. 5 verse 7 mm -hmm. states, Purge out therefore the old living, mm -hmm. that ye may be a new lamb, mm -hmm. as ye are unleavened. Mm -hmm. For even Christ, our Passover, mm -hmm. is sacrificed for us. Amen. Amen. For even Christ, our what? Passover. And we all know that the Passover is a lamb. The Passover is not a blood, but it's a lamb. Amen. So when say Christ has become our Passover, it means he has become the Passover what? Lamb. And that explains why Prophet John saw him as a lamb on earth, and also he was also seen as a lamb what? In heaven. But this is the key. He said Christ has become the Passover what? Lamb, our Passover lamb. Amen. So it means there was a Passover what? Lamb. But now Christ is what? The Passover what? Lamb. So for we to really understand what it means as Christ as a Passover lamb and what we benefit and the role of it, we must look at what? The original what? Passover what? Lamb. Because everything in the Bible continues. Like the tabernacle stand for Jesus. So God, when Hebrews say Jesus has become a tabernacle, he's not going to explain to you he has already explained the tabernacle. So for we to know what it means and what benefits and the necessity of Christ becoming a Passover lamb, we must go back to what the Passover what lamb was. Because he said he has become. Please, do we understand? He has what? Become. That means there used to be a Passover lamb, but now he is what? That Passover what? Lamb. Amen. Many people think of the Passover as just the blood of Jesus, which is a great error. The blood of Jesus is not the Passover. The Passover is the lamb. Of course, the lamb has what? Blood. But the lamb does not have only what? Blood. It also has what? Flesh. So it is important we look at this today. Amen. Because there's part of the Passover lamb that we, we, we've lost it, we, we've missing. And the Passover lamb must be a Passover lamb to you. Other than that, you will not benefit from the benefits of that comes from what? The Passover what? lamb. Many people think, as I said, of the Passover lamb as the blood of Jesus. It is true, but it is partly not, it's also not true. Because the blood is not the Passover. It is the lamb that is the what? Passover. 
for we to really understand, let's look at the Passover word, lamb. Amen. Let's open our Bible to Exodus chapter 12, verse 21. The first thing I want us to establish is to establish for you to know that the Passover is the lamb. It's not the blood. It is the lamb. Of course, the lamb has what? Blood. Amen. But that is not the only thing that the lamb would have. So when we consider the Passover just to be the blood, you will miss out. Because it is the lamb. Read it for me. Exodus 12 verse 21. Uh -huh. Then Moses called for all the elders of Israel mm -hmm. and said unto them, Draw out and take your lamb according to your families mm -hmm. and kill the Passover. Amen. Amen. So he said, draw out and take what? Your lamb. And when you take the lamb, do what? Kill the Passover. So what is the Passover? What is the Passover? The lamb. the lamb. Take your lamb and kill the Passover. So the Passover is the lamb. That is why First Corinthians say Christ has become the Passover. So in other words, he has become a lamb. That's why we read in Revelation 5 and First John uh, and John that Jesus is what? The lamb. So you must understand in your heart, in your spirit, that the Passover is a lamb. Amen. Read for me, please, again, Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 2. I just want us to really understand that the Passover is the lamb. It is very important. It is very important. The Passover is the lamb. And the lamb is Christ. But forget that now. But the Passover, what, is the lamb. Deuteronomy 16, verse 2. And it reads, Thou shalt therefore sacrifice the Passover mm -hmm. unto the Lord thy God, mm -hmm. of the flock and the head, mm -hmm. in the place which the Lord shall choose to place his name there. Amen. Amen. So he said, thy, Therefore thou shalt what? Sacrifice what? The Passover from your flocks and what? Heads. So once again, it is clear that the Passover is a what? A lamb. Amen. So first of all, what you must know that the Passover is not just a name. It's not just a celebration title. It's not just the blood of Jesus. But it is the lamb. A full lamb. A full body. Amen. And not every lamb qualifies to be a Passover. I want you to, for us to understand Jesus now as the Passover. We, must, we have to go back. Amen. Read for me Exodus chapter 12, verse 5. You must understand that for a lamb to be able to be used as a Passover lamb, the Bible says it must be without blemish. Amen. And the word blemish is so huge. It must be a fit lamb. Read it for me. And it reads, The lamb shall be without blemish. Mm -hmm. The male of the first year, yea, shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats. Amen. Amen. Stay there. You will be reading. The first thing I want you to note is that what? The lamb must be without what? Blemish. So not every lamb qualifies to be a Passover what? Lamb. The lamb that qualifies to be a Passover lamb must be without what? Blemish. Amen must be a healthy lamb, good eyes, well taken care of, not sick. Amen. Must be without what? Blemish. The second thing I want you to note about the Passover lamb is, read the 12 verse 7 for me. Stay on Exodus for now. Amen. Stay. And, and they shall take off the blood mm -hmm. and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper door post of the houses wherein they shall eat it. Amen. Amen. So the second you must note about the Passover lamb is the blood of the Passover lamb is used. The blood of the Passover lamb is what? Used. Praise the Lord Jesus. The Passover lamb is killed and its blood what? Is used. Praise the Lord Jesus. He said they should use the blood, amen, to mark what? Their door. Praise the Lord. Please do we understand what I'm saying? The message itself is very simple, but for us to understand, we need to understand this. So the first thing is, 
The Passover lamb must be without a blemish. The second thing is the Passover lamb must be killed and the blood must be used. Not just killed and pour the blood away, but the blood must be used. Praise the Lord Jesus. The third thing I want you to read, read the 22 for me, Exodus 12, 22. It said the Passover lamb blood must be applied with hyssop. Read it for me. And it states, mm -hmm. And ye shall take a bunch of hyssop mm -hmm. and dip it in the blood that is in the basin, mm -hmm. and strike the lentil and the two side posts with the blood that is in, in the basin. And none of you shall go out at the door of his house until this morning, until the morning. Amen. Amen. So he, he was specific. A specific thing must be used to apply the blood of the what? Passover lamb. Not any other blood, but the Passover lamb what blood. And say so you must use what? Hisop. <coughs> to what? Apply what? The blood to the door. So, he didn't say brush. He mentioned a specific word, herb or spice or plant. And I said, that is what must be used to apply what? The blood. Read the eight for me. And it's also said, the flesh of the Passover lamb must be eaten fully. That's the fourth thing I want you to know. Re read it for me. And they shall eat the flesh mm -hmm. In that night, mm -hmm. roast with fire mm -hmm. and a living bread, mm -hmm. and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Amen. Amen. They must eat it with what? Bitter what? Herbs. So sorry, the fourth thing is that they must eat it with what? Bitter what? Herbs. Brother, can you read the term for me? And ye shall let nothing of it remain uh -huh. until the morning. Amen. Amen. And they must eat all. Because nothing must what? Remain. So the fifth thing is all the meat of the Passover lamb must be what? Eaten. And nothing must remain. Read the leaven, read the leaven for me. And thus shall ye eat it, mm -hmm. with your with nails guided, mm -hmm. your shoes on your feet, and your stuff in your hand. And ye shall eat it in haste. Mm -hmm. It is the Lord's Passover. Amen. Amen. So he said, first of all, you must eat all the lamb. Secondly, you must eat it with what? Bitter leaves. This is God who is speaking of. So he knows exactly what he's saying. And third, he said, you must eat it with haste. Other versions say with readiness. I think NIV said with readiness. If you say so, read the NIV for me. So you must eat it with what? Readiness. So now, let's come back to all we've said so far. He said the Passover lamb must be without blemish. Two, the blood of the Passover lamb must be applied with what? Hisop. Three, the flesh of the Passover lamb must be fully eaten. Everything must be what? Eaten. Four, it must be eaten with bitter leaves. Five, it must be eaten with what? Readiness or in readiness. Praise the Lord Jesus. Before we continue, let's see if 1 Corinthians is saying that Christ has become this Passover lamp, that we must see this thing with Christ. Amen. Amen. And for we to see this thing with Christ too, we must understand also why eat with bitter leaves. Why apply what he saw. He also said that bread must be what? Unloving what? Bread. Why couldn't they eat it with any other what? Bread, but except what? Unloving bread. All this thing matters. If today we are going to benefit, amen, from the blood and the flesh, or from the Passover lamb, we must understand this thing. Because everything in the Bible is for us to do. Reading the Bible does not bring you the benefit of the Bible. Until you understand it, you can't do it. Oh my God, it is easier to read 
but difficult to understand. Stephen asked the Enoch, the Ethiopian, said, do you understand what you have read? He said, how can I understand? When you read <laughs> Nehemiah, Nehemiah said, when he read the law for them, the teachers has to teach them to understand what they have read. Till you understand it, you can't do it. And till you do it, you will not reap it. So for we, for today, for Christ, who is our Passover, for he, for indeed, for it to manifest, we must know these things in our hearts. Amen. Because God, like the people that design a car, everything in the car is matters. So even one simple screw. Because remember, they manufactured millions of cars. So if the screw is not important, they won't put it down and they will save money on it. So if you take a fuse and you think this is small, it's not necessary, you'll be surprised that your car can waste away. It's the same with God. Everything the Bible says is for a reason and a purpose. That is why I said, if you diligently obey all my commands, then, so to be blessed is not a joke thing. It takes diligently and total obedience of the word of God. But today we want to benefit fully. Amen. From Christ our Passover. So we need to understand this. First Peter chapter 1 verse 19 addresses the first issue. It says, indeed Christ is the lamb without blemish. Because the first thing we realize is the Passover lamb must be what? Without what? Blemish. And we've already established that Christ is a lamb, isn't it? But what sort of lamb is he? Or was he? First Peter chapter 1 verse 19. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. First Peter chapter 1 verse 19 mm -hmm. states, but with the precious blood of Christ, mm -hmm. as of a lamb without blemish mm -hmm. and without spot. Amen. Amen. So it said that Christ is as of what? A lamb without what? Blemish and without what? Spot. So he qualified as a Passover what? Lamb. Because he's without blemish and without what? Spot. The second thing is Hebrews chapter 12 verse 24. Because you must understand that the blood of the Passover lamb must be what? Sprinkled with his soul. So you see that the blood of Christ Jesus has also been what? Sprinkled. All this is just for you to understand that today Christ is what? The Passover lamb. Then we look at the benefit and how you what? Be able to tap into this benefit. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 24. Amen. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 24. It said the blood of Jesus has been sprinkled. And even this blood of Jesus has been sprinkled. Remember, he is the lamb. The Passover lamb must be what? Sprinkled. And say he has become. His blood speaks better than for us. Read it for me, please. And it states, mm -hmm. And Jesus, the mediator mm -hmm. of the new covenant, mm -hmm. and to the blood of sprinkling, mm -hmm. that speaketh better better things than that of Abel. Amen. Amen. So he said, Jesus is the blood of what? Sprinkle. Because he is what? The lamb. <coughs> Amen. Amen. But why, why use hyssop to sprinkle the blood? So Jesus is the blood of what? Sprinkle. He is the blood of sprinkle, but you have to sprinkle what? That blood. But God said they have to sprinkle that blood with what? Hyssop. Why hyssop? Or what is the meaning or the symbolism of the hyssop plant? Read for me Psalm 51, please. Verse 7. Let's look at what it means. Amen. Psalm 51, verse 7. Hallelujah. Amen. Psalm 51, verse 7 mm -hmm. states, Hear, O my people, mm -hmm. and I will speak, O Israel, and I will testify against Psalm 51, you. verse 7. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Psalm 51, verse 7 mm -hmm. states, Purge me with his soap, mm -hmm. and I shall be clean. Amen. It said, Wash me, peg me, cleanse me with his soap, and I shall be clean. Continue. 
Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Amen. Wash whiter, me whiter and I shall snow. be whiter as snow. So hyssop washes us. It's time for cleanliness. It's time for being washed. Amen. So for the blood, for you to be able to sprinkle the blood, you will need hyssop. You will need cleanliness of the Lord. And cleanliness of the Lord is twofold. As he tried to wash, you must wash yourself. It means you yourself, you must abstain. You must allow yourself. That is when, when you plead the blood, it becomes effective. Because the blood must be sprinkled with what? Hyssop. And he said, wash me with hyssop and I'll be what? Clean. So it means that hyssop does what? Wash us or God washes us with what? Hyssop. Please, do we understand? So is that cleanliness, that pegging? I like the King James. Say, peg me. A line that makes when we plead the blood of the lamb effective. So the blood of the lamb or the blood of Jesus now, it is not only just plead. But it must be plead with what? Pegging of the Lord. And the pegging is to fold. Allowing the Lord and yourself what? Giving yourself up. Praise the Lord Jesus. And the fourth thing he said is, the Passover meat must be eaten with unloving what? Bread. It means you cannot eat it with any other what? Bread. So what does it mean today? Because remember, the Old Testament is a shadow of what things are now. Because God wants us to understand. That's why he brought all this thing in the physical. And right now, when we are talking about it, you haven't seen, you can't what? Understand it. What does it mean? Let's go back to the Corinthians, amen. First Corinthians chapter 5, amen. But read from the 7 to 8. We are looking at what it means, what unloving bread what stand for, or the symbolism of it. First Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7 to 8. Church, do we understand what we are doing here? Read it for me. First Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7 to 8. This is it. We must understand this if we are going to see the power of God. Because this is why sometimes Christians, we do things and we don't get anything back there. We wonder where is God? Because we are not going about it. The ordained way. The act of the covenant. Bible says when they touch it, they put it on a cart. When they touch it, it killed them. And Bible says David went to find out why. Then he realized that they didn't do it the right way. And Bible says what was the right? God, God told them that it must be on the shoulders of of a priest, a Levite, and they put it on a cart. And Bible says there's an ordained way. Before every, because the Bible is real. He said God. He said He said God Himself said He cannot go against His word. Jesus said the the, the Scripture cannot be what revoke. So it's not just pleading the blood, or just saying you must use it with what His soul. And you must eat it with what? Unloving what? Bread. Read it for me. First Corinthians mm -hmm. 5, verse 7 to 8. Say, peg, peg out therefore the old leaven, mm -hmm. that ye may be a new lamp, mm -hmm. as ye are unleavened. Mm -hmm. For even Christ, our Passover, mm -hmm. is sacrificed for us. Mm -hmm. Therefore, let us keep the feast, mm -hmm. not with old leaven. Not with old leaving. Mm -hmm. Neither with the leaving of malice mm -hmm. and wickedness. Amen. So that... All living, living bread stands for wickedness and malice, sin. So to eat the bread, the, uh, to eat the Passover meat with unliving bread means that without sin, without wickedness. That's what it says. He explained what the living, unliving bread is. Because in the Bible, living stands for sin and what? Wickedness. First Corinthians just explained, we heard it. So it means that, remember, it said all the body must be eaten. But you just don't eat the body. You must eat the body without what? Sin and what? Wickedness. Malice and what? Wickedness. So it means when you eat it with malice and wickedness, it will not what? Work. Praise the Lord Jesus. And it also said that eat it with bitter leaves. What does it mean? Before you really understand this, what is the flesh? What is the flesh? What is the flesh? The flesh of the lamb. 
The flesh of the lamb is the word of God. The flesh of the lamb is the word of God. John 1 verse 1, saying the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. John 1 verse 14 says, this word became flesh and dwelt among us. That flesh is what? Jesus. He is the one John said and said, this is the lamb. And Revelation chapter 19 verse 13 says, the word, his name is called Jesus. So today, the lamb is this, the word of God. The Passover lamb, the lamb is the word of God. And he said, you must eat this. The eating is the doing of the word. Without, with unliving bread, without malice and wickedness. So if you obey the word of God with wickedness and malice, it will not work for you. If you plead the blood of God without pleadingness, with, uh, without purity, it will not work for you. And he said, eat it with bitter leaves, meaning there are things in the word of God that doing it will be difficult for you. That you, it, will, it, it, it will bring you bitter of soul as you do it. But you need to what? Do it. We don't only obey the word of God because we are ready or we agree. We obey it because that is the word of God. Sometimes it is difficult to obey the word of God. But as the Bible says, it is commandment. So we just obey it with bitterness. We obey it. You are in the right. The person is in the wrong, 100%. But the word of God says, forgive. Forgive. Make peace. You see, it's bitter, but you must obey it. And it's also said that with all readiness, do you remember I said that? So it means we don't procrastinate obedience to the word of God. To obey the word of God is now. To obey the word of God is now. So when we come back to the Passover, now the scripture says Jesus is our Passover. So what is he saying? Remember, the Passover is the lamb, which is what? The word of God. When you kill the lamb, blood comes. The blood of Jesus must be plead. And you must eat all the what? What hit me when God gave me this teaching was, we always plead the blood, but we forget to eat all. It is two. All the flesh of the lamb must be eaten. Not only pleading the blood, all the flesh of the lamb must be eaten. Eating the flesh means obeying the word. Jesus said, if you love me, then obey my word. He said, those who obey my word are my children. Strictly speaking, it means if you are not obedient to his word, according to that scripture. And he said, oh, so we don't get to choose. He said, eat all. He said, none must remain. I don't get to choose that I like prophets and I like pastors and I don't like prophets. No. He gave gift to men. He said, all. All means all. So if I'm going to benefit fully, we are going to look at the benefits soon, of the Passover lamb, I must make sure, first of all, I plead that blood with hyssop, which is what? Cleanliness. And I eat all the flesh, obey the word, which is obeying the word of God. Without malice, unloving bread, meaning without wickedness. Many Christians are wicked. If you've been a Christian, most of the people who have really hurt you are your fellow Christians. That's why we don't see the power. Because when you plead the blood, we must see it effect. But if you don't, you can't just plead it without distance. And it comes with bitterness, with bitter leaves. And it must be ready. You must be ready for it. The moment you know, with bitterness, with tear, just obey it. I'm not talking about what somebody said I heard, I saw. Forget that one. I believe in that one. Amen. I believe in that one. But I'm talking about what is written here. 
That one we have no choice. What is clearly down, all must be eaten. But Aki, I don't really get to choose. I don't get to choose. I don't get to choose. I don't get to choose. The Bible says that the Levite must give a tithe. I'm the pastor. I say I must pay tithe. I don't get to choose. I pay it. I don't get to choose. If I want to benefit from Christ as our Passover lamb. The Bible says pray without ceasing. He knows his grace is there. He knows his mercy is there. He knows he has finished everything. But he said pray without ceasing. But yes, he told me a story. He said he told them this story to teach men that man ought to pray and never cease praying. So I just pray. I don't get to choose. I don't get. Oh God, now I know you. Why can't I be with my family? Nice. Say many are called, few are chosen. I've called you, I've chosen you. Go out there. Hey, I don't get to choose. And the same applies to you. Someone give the Lord a clap offering. Now, if you really understand what the Passover lamb is now, that is made up of you pleading the blood with hyssop and eating all the flesh with unloving bread, with bitter leaves and in readiness, then we can look at the benefits. We can look what? At the benefits. Do not forget about the readiness. Acts chapter 17, 10, verse 12, one of the scriptures about readiness. Bible said the Jewish people were more honorable. God found them more honorable than the Thessalonians because they received the word of God with readiness. So for you to be honorable before God, you must receive the word of God with readiness. And how did they receive the word of God with readiness? They look at it just like what I'm telling you. You just don't obey because I said by you. You make sure it is in the Bible. And this is what the Bible is saying. If every Christian should do this, the fake pastors, whether they are or not, will have no choice than to leave or to keep quiet. Amen. And what does it mean to be readiness again, apart from looking? To obey it. You just want to know if you have a problem. Is this truly what the word of God, if this is what the word of God says, Oh yeah, I'm on it. Obeying. How do we say obey in French? Obey. Obey. As long as that is what the word of God says, quickly, obey. Obey. Please read it for me. Then we look at the role or the benefits. Acts chapter 17, 10 to 12, please. Because if Jesus came to this world, and one of the things he became was to become the Passover lamb, which he is now, because he was seen in heaven by John as the Passover lamb, then we need to benefit from it. Because remember, he's the same yesterday, the same today, and forever. He didn't only come to save us from sin. He also came to become a Passover what? lamb for us. Read it for me. Hallelujah. Amen. Acts chapter 17, verse mm -hmm. uh, 10 to 11, mm -hmm. states, And the brethren <coughs> immediately sent away Paul and mm -hmm. Silas by night unto Bera, who coming tight went into the synagogue of the Jews. Mm -hmm. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica, mm -hmm. in that they received the word with all readiness. They were more noble. Why? In that, why, why, why were they more uh, noble than them? Uh -huh. In Continue. that, they received the word with all readiness of mind. Because they receive it with all readiness of what mind. So it's not the one who know the word that is noble when it comes to the word of God, but the one who receive it with readiness of mind. And when you receive with readiness of mind, you make sure it is like that and you would obey it. Please continue for me. And search the scriptures mm -hmm. daily, mm -hmm. whether those things were so. And what did they do? They searched the scriptures. They just didn't say, Pastor said, 
do so they were doing they make sure that is what is written in the bible daily and they do it that is why when i'm preaching i do i just use the scriptures i didn't choose it i found myself that god gave it to me then when i compared to other pastors i realized this is what i have i couldn't preach like them then as i grew in the law i realized ah this makes my work easy because i don't come to tell you what i think or what i want you to know and find scriptures to support it i just tell you what is in the scripture easy and I always get something to tell you from the scripture. Look at this book. Easy, 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 easy. And it makes my life easy. Because I'm not lying. I'm not preaching me. I'm just preaching the word of God. That's why everything I say, I show you in the scripture. And that's why we don't put it on the projector here. Because I want you to read it. So that when the time comes there and the enemy is messing with your mind, you remember that you yourself, you read it. Or brother Aki what? Read it. And you heard it. Even though maybe you can't even find it. I tell you, it makes a difference. So this is what makes you what? Noble with all readiness. So he said, the flesh, the word, they must eat it with readiness. God knows exactly what he was saying. Let's look at the benefits. The benefits of the Passover lamb. Amen. So that you understand why it's important. To make sure you plead the blood with what? His of cleanliness. And make sure you eat all the flesh the word, by obeying what? The word of God without wickedness and what? Malice. And in readiness, quickly. You don't procrastinate. And, if, and also with bitter leaves. Even if it's not sweet to you. If it's not your idea, the fact that it is the word of God, and that is what it means you obey. Many Christians obey the word of God as long as it goes with them. But the challenge is when that word of God doesn't go with you, doesn't agree with you that moment, that is what shows whether you are obedient or you are not obedient. Someone give the Lord another clap offering. The benefit of the Passover. Let's go back to Exodus chapter 12 and let's read the 13. What do you benefit from the Passover? Remember, the Passover is made up of two things, the blood of the lamb and the flesh of the lamb. The blood of the lamb and what? The flesh of the lamb. Because it is the lamb which is the Passover. What are the benefits? Exodus chapter 12, verse 13. We are looking at the benefit of the Passover. Read the NIV for me with this particular scripture. It is, the NIV is more clear. Exodus chapter 12, verse 13 mm -hmm. states, The blood will be a sign of, for you mm -hmm. on the houses where you are. Mm -hmm. And when I see the blood, mm -hmm. I'll, pass over, I'll pass over you. Mm -hmm. No destructive plague will touch you when I strike Egypt. Amen. Amen. So he said, the blood, what you benefit from the Passover is, he said, it will be a sign, isn't it? And said, so when I see the blood, I'll pass over and no destructive plague will what? Touch you. So not only one thing, we have different types of what? Plagues. Plagues are is like epidemic, things that spread. It could be diseases, it could be financial, it could be backsliding, things that what? Spread, things that is cast out. So the blood prevent any destructive what? Plague to touch you. But remember, for it to work for you, he said you must apply it with what? His soap. The blood itself will not do that until you apply it with what? His soap. So the Exodus says, so when I see the blood, meaning you have what? Applied it with his soap. So the blood has been shed for you already. Will you apply it? That is one. Set two, will you apply it the right way with his soap? We stand for cleanliness. Not physical, in the Lord. If you do that, then he say it will prevent and stop all destructive plagues. Someone find a dictionary for me and look at the meaning of plagues and tell me, please. It will prevent you from all destructive plagues. So the blood works. The blood works. It prevents, it saves, but it must be applied. 
And not only apply, but it must be applied with hyssop. This is where diligence comes in. So there's a difference between those who just applied and those who applied with what? Hyssop. Which is cleanliness before the Lord, in the Lord. What does it say plagues mean? P-L-A-G-E. Plague means it's a contagious bacterial uh -huh. or disease. Uh -huh. Contagious. Things that spread. Everyone is suffering from it. Your definition, what does it say? Continual trouble and distress. So it could be financial. It could be marital. It could be health. Continuous. But the blood saved from all plagues. But before it will save you from those things, you must apply it. And not only apply it, but with what? Cleanliness in the Lord. Because you say, wash me with his soap, and I'll be what? Clean. This is what makes the issue of the Passover lamb very important. Very important. The second thing, read the 23 for me. You are looking at the benefit. The first thing, save it from all plagues. Or all what? These troubles, isn't it? Exodus 12, verse 23. Mm -hmm. The Lord goes through the land to strike down the Egyptians. Uh -huh. He will see the blood on the top and the sides of the door frame mm -hmm. and will pass over that doorway. Mm -hmm. And he will, not, he will not permit the destroyer to enter your houses and strike you down. Amen. Amen. He said that other thing the blood does, is it will not permit the destroyer to enter into your house to strike you down. So there's an angel of death called the destroyer. Remember, God created all spirits. When he wanted to destroy King Ahab, Bible says a spirit of lie came to him and said, I can do this. How you, will you do that? So I'll become a lie in his mouth. So when he wanted to strike them, he sent what? A destroyer. He said, it will prevent the destroyer coming into your household. Your household stands for your life. But before it will do that, you have to what? Plead it. Because say when you put it, when the destroyer see the blood, he what? Pass over. For him to see the blood, you must plead it. And you must plead it with what? His soul. Then it will prevent the destroyer. Other than that, the destroyer will enter into your life. Because it is only the blood of the lamb that has been released to prevent him to be lifted up as a standard against him. But the lamb blood has been released. But you must dip the hyssop in the blood and mark your life, your doorpost. And you do that by doing with what? Pleading the blood, whatever you do with the blood, with what? Cleanliness in the Lord. Cleanliness in the Lord. Praise the Lord Jesus. Read for me again. We are looking at the benefit of the Passover, Lamb. Numbers chapter 9. Or go to Hebrews for me. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 28. Look at what it says. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 28. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 28. Amen. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 28 mm -hmm. states. Through faith, mm -hmm. he kept the Passover mm -hmm. and the sprinkling of blood, mm -hmm. lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. Amen. Amen. He said he kept the Passover and the sprinkle of blood, lest he that destroyed would touch them. So he said if they didn't sprinkle the blood, the destroyer would have what? Destroyed them. So it is the sprinkler of the blood that prevented the destroyer from destroying them. So what is he saying to us? If we too don't sprinkle the blood, the destroyer will what? Destroy us. It will destroy us. So when Jesus came and he was walking, a lamb, Isaiah said he was taken like a, a, a sheep. He didn't say anything. It was for your sake. He has done it. He has sacrificed. You must sprinkle what? The blood. 
with cleanliness. Bible said there was a high priest whose children go out to cast out demons. And one time they went to cast out those demons. And Bible said the demons rose up against them and overpowered them and beat them. Because the demons said, we know Paul and we know Jesus, but who are you? The name you are using, we don't know you. They didn't have the right. It still applies today. Because it must be sprinkled with what he saw. Let's continue. Remember, as I said, it is the lamb that is the Passover. And the lamb has a blood, which we call the blood of the Passover. And it also has what? The flesh, which is what? The entire what? Word. We've already established that the word is the flesh of Jesus. What are the benefits? You see, for a Christian, for a Christian, God will not give you anything outside his word. He will not give you anything that contradicts his word. Anything that God is doing and will do and will give you and has promised you and you're expecting from me, it's going to come through his word. That is why I say you must eat all the word. All the word. Because as, how do you eat the word? As you obey it. So as you obey it, you become to be in line on the same path with what God is doing and is coming to do for you. The moment you begin to disobey this or by not eating all the flesh, you are outside, you are loggerheads. Let's read it. Amen. Read for me, please. Last by three scriptures, there we go. John chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. Uh, we've already, I'm more interested in the one, uh, in the three. But I want you to know that this is talking about the word. John 1, 1 to 3. Hallelujah. Amen. John 1, 1 to 3 mm -hmm. states, mm -hmm. In the beginning mm -hmm. was the word. Mm -hmm. And the word, word was with God, uh -huh. and the word was God. So he said there, there's something called the word, and that word is God. Uh -huh. And he was with God in mm -hmm. the beginning. Mm -hmm. Through him, all things were made without him. And, and he said, through the word, all things was what? Made. Continue, just to the three. Nothing was made that has been made. Amen. Amen. He said, through the word, all things was what? Made. And nothing has been made. That wasn't made through the word. The word. All things. And all things means what? All things. And when you go back to Genesis, how did God create the entire universe? Just a word. 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 And that is the flesh. I've already established, we know, that Jesus is what? The word. Revelation 9. Let's read the verse 10. He's called the word. So in the beginning was the word, Jesus, with God. And that word, John 1, 14, say, became flesh and dwelt among us. So I like how John put it. He said, we beheld him. We have seen it. We beheld his glory. We felt it. 19, verse 13. And now you understand it, that this is Jesus. I know you do, but you understand it more. Revelation 19 verse 13 mm -hmm. states, And he was clothed with vast vesture dipped in blood, mm -hmm. and his name is called the Word of God. Amen. Amen. Remember, vest with blood, his name. Remember, we saw him as a lamb with seven what, eyes, with what? A vest of blood on him. And say his name is what? The Word. So he is the Word. Amen. And he said, there's nothing that has been created outside the Word. And read the same John for me, please. The same John one, but read the term for me. Amen. He said the entire world was made through the word. Remember, we started from John 1, and he was talking about Jesus as the word. In the beginning was the word. So he was saying that everything was made through this, the word, which is the flesh. He states he was in the world, 
And though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He said he was in the world, though the world was made through him. The world didn't recognize him. But the, my, I'm interested in saying the world was made through him. Remember, he was addressing him as the word. As the word. So this world was made through the word. That is why the three said, there's nothing that has been made that wasn't made through the word. And I like how Colossians chapter 1 verse 16 to 17 put it. He put it so beautifully. Amen. Read it for me. Colossians chapter 1, verse 16 to 17. Read it for me. Colossians chapter 1, 16 to 17. Mm -hmm. For by him were all things created mm -hmm. that are in heaven uh -huh. and that are in, in earth, mm -hmm. visible and invisible. Oh. Both visible and invisible things, spiritual things and physical things, all things in heaven, on earth, all things were created by him, the word. Mm -hmm. Whether they be thrones mm -hmm. or dominions mm -hmm. or principalities mm -hmm. or powers, mm -hmm. all things were created by him and for him. All things were created by him and for him. And we've already read those ones that through him. So you don't receive anything from God outside this word. That is why I said, all the flesh must be eaten. In other words, it is when you obey the word, that is when you've eaten the flesh. I beg you, church. I beg you with the begging of the Lord. I beg you. Just obey the word of God. That is all. We, to make it simple, just obey the word of God. If you have a problem, may the problem be, do you really understand it? Ask me. The moment you understand it, just obey what it says. Because everything, unless God is not the one who is giving you, unless you are giving it to yourself, or someone is giving you of another, so fair enough. But if you're expecting it from the Lord, it's going to come through the word. That's why I say, you must eat all. John 6, 53, last scripture. This is where many people deserted Jesus. Because he said to them, unless you eat my flesh. I say, unless you eat my flesh. And, say, and they didn't get the revelation as we do now. They thought Jesus meant his physical flesh. But they didn't know he meant his word. Please read it for me. John 6, 53 mm -hmm. state, Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man. Capital S, so he was talking about Jesus. Uh -huh. And drink his blood, mm -hmm. ye have no life in you. Amen. Amen. So unless you eat my flesh, he was talking about what? This. Remember, he also knew that he was what? The Passover what? Lamb. That is why he said to Peter, If you love me, feed my sheep. Church, all I'm saying this today is... Jesus is now your Passover lamb, as 1 Corinthians said. And he is dead for you. He became a Passover lamb so that you will benefit from it. He has done his own. Allow yourself to receive the benefits. Anything you want, I tell you, in the beginning, it looks as if it's in vain. That's why many people are not. But as you continue to obey the word of God fully, not some, because he said you must eat all. You can't choose. All. All. The problem, many people choose. So in other words, they won't benefit from it. The rule was, all must be what? Eating. Nothing must be left. You will see the glory of God. It is easier that way. Don't think of time. Because whether you like it or not, next year will come, next two years will come, next five years will come. But if you begin now, you benefit from the Passover lamp. It is not in vain. It is not in vain. Church, you have heard the word of God. I want you to begin to pray regarding this word you've heard. 
you know what this word means to you. As a pastor, I should think if there's a challenge with us, the challenge will be how to eat all the word of God with readiness and with bitter leaves and how to plead the blood with his soul. Lift up your voice and pray.